Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. My name is Jack Stone. I'm sitting here with Ryan Chavez. We are the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. We talk about the medical benefits of cannabis. We got a strong episode for you guys today. We are talking about a little bit of uh, summertime topics. We're talking about the sun protection and what that does. So, Ryan, how you doing today, man? Very, very strong topic. Jack, thank you for the intro, my man. Yeah, you know, the sun is shining. Like you said, it's getting it's getting balmy out there in a lot of places. It's springtime. I'm seeing the birds, hearing the birds. I am seeing the flowers for sure. And so we want to talk about what a lot of us are going to be doing. We're going to be going outside. We're going to be playing in the sun. We're going to be relaxing, enjoying it as we should. And we yeah. want to make sure that we stay protected. So that's what this show is all about. And Possibly how cannabis can help you do that if you've never thought about that as a as an option. So we're going to go through as many ways as we can consider um, as, as to why you may want to be looking at uh, cannabis to do that. But first, thank you everybody for joining us again, and and a lot of you guys are sharing us and you know talking about us with loved ones and writing in, and can't thank you guys enough for doing all of that. Um, every time you share us, like our show on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to us, it it only puts us at the top of the, or helps with the algorithms there that, um, that allows more people to find us. And again, we believe that when more people find us, the world will hear, hear the good news about cannabis and and become Mm -hmm. a better place after that, which is better for all of us. So cannot thank you guys enough and your support. And that's exactly all that is by pressing play and coming back and joining us every week. So really appreciate it guys. Oh yeah. With that as well, Jack, I hope you had a nice 420. That's uh, I know what we're talking oh, yeah. about as well. A lot of us this week. It's anything? Uh, anything you did? That was yeah. yeah post so, four twenty here. Anything you did? So yeah, from uh, four twenty at my uh, so work was like uh it ended on like the last day of our like fiscal. So it was like uh and there's a lot yeah. of celebrating, a lot of good stuff. So we did like post drinks. <laughs> um, I know a lot yeah, of good like, celebrating, a lot of good stuff. It's one of those, you had. It's one of the things where it's like you know you you want to celebrate people hitting these achievements and uh it's like yeah. it's all sales so it's like a lot of people hitting their yearly goals quarterly goals things like that so lots of good stuff so yeah we celebrated um looks like i'm gonna be i'm going to ireland i want a trip so that'll be Whoa. cool yeah wow see, see what they Jack uh do for cannabis there <laughs> yeah. yeah well let's take a look yeah. We should do uh maybe well i have no i you know i'm not sure so we should be a little bit more sure i think I think there's something going on there. We just talked about this yeah. around the world. I didn't. Did we have anything in Dublin when we talked about this? Um, we should check. I didn't see it. I'm looking. Or, yeah, we. Didn't... Uh, uh, well, I will say this. If not, then, I'll look into it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing anything. Ones. Let's look into it. Let's look into it, mm-hmm. and then you go there and you'll do a little feature for us overseas and yeah. boom shakalaka. Right? I right? love it. But yeah, for 4:20 uh, after that, I went home and I had like uh, I had um, gummy. A nice little gummy. I listened to some Snoop. I posted for the the, the podcast and just chilled. That's right. Did some writing. That's right. Had some creative time. Just just chilled, man. Like I, it was great. No no yep. big parties. I know a lot of people do. Just like we were talking about, you know, you know, parties and, and friends and yeah. so much opportunity. Just have a great time. But yeah, I just it was a mellow yep. mellow day. So yeah, it was, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. What about you? I, I, I yeah, man. I, I agree. I I think. Um, I mean, I, I have no crazy raving party. And, you know, Thursday night, I got two kids, got to go to school the next day. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. so, so no, like, no raving, you know, parties or anything. Um, raging mm-hmm. parties, I guess. Uh, so 
I I, uh, I enjoy annually the past few years. I've been watching Reefer Madness on YouTube, the free version that anyone else mm-hmm. can watch. So I really enjoy that. So maybe we'll we'll post a link to that. And I for me, uh, a it's hilarious if you've never watched it. Um, oh my it's, god, it's and ridiculous. It, it, <laughs> It is it is hilarious if you've never watched it, mm-hmm. and it also is it's what started uh, prohibition of cannabis in America. It's the movement that started it, and it's where culturally yep. we we started. You know, we why we started thinking the way we do, the way we did. I should say because that's changed again about cannabis. So, yeah, I really like watching that because um, it did become a huge countercultural movement as well. That movie back in the seventies, obviously, when cannabis started coming back into the forefront. I think it's just a nice reminder that, you know, we cannot just believe everything that you hear. You got to go through the data and, and so many more people are dying from nicotine and alcohol on an annual basis than cannabis, which is zero. Right. And so I, 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 um, I really think it's important. So I, I like to do that. I like to remind myself how far we've come with cannabis every year and, and kind of enjoy the humor behind reefer madness, which was designed to be, a really scary movie for adults back in the thirties and forties. So um, mm-hmm. definitely check it out guys. And we're, we'll post a link there on YouTube. Yeah. So make sure you guys can, can watch that. But that's what I did. Obviously had some uh, cannabis as well. While I was doing that, I was enjoying some sour kush um, and uh, sour with kush. my Dynabap. Yeah, that's right. And nice. That's, that was really nice. So, but um, let's talk about sunshine again. Let's get back to, uh, to not the gloomy days of the thirties when cannabis was the, was the foe, but while how cannabis can now be the, the hero of a sunny and yes. bright and fun day. Right. <laughs> and so yes. uh, that's what we're going to be. That's yeah, let's go. So um, now there's a lot of traditional, um, you know, sun protection methods. And that's what we're talking about today. When you're, you're talking about sun protection, like protective clothing and sunscreens and you know, all that stuff. And, and we are going to want to be talking about that. Um, but we're, we can also talk about how cannabis can assist, right? And how cannabis can add to uh, the benefits of, of what you can see from those properties. So I like to mm-hmm. always start these topics out by asking why we think this topic is important. Like, why do we even consider spending, you know, 30 minutes of our time talking about this? And why do we ask our listeners to do the same? So personally for myself, you know, well, I try and talk about things, Jack, that are near and dear to me. And, and this episode is is one of those um, because I had skin cancer at one point in my life. Nothing right. that was crazy, but I had to, you know, I got a big scar from it on my shoulder, uh, basal cell carcinoma that was probably, it could have been very well genetic. A lot of people in my family have had it. Also, I just wasn't the, the guy that wore sunscreens when I was a kid and had a lot of sunburns, mm. a lot of peeling of the skin when I was a kid. Right. And so, um, yeah. th- there was also a little bit of a culture about being tan back in the day. Right. Like when we were younger, that like, that's, that was kind of a thing before people understood, yeah. you know, the, the, the harm of, of sun rays. Right. Um, way, way back in the day, everyone wanted to be super white. Right. And, and that was like, you wore all kinds of sun protection when you're outside that started to change in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. Right. And, and, that's where I think we started to see a lot of um, the issues from, you know, that you'll see with the skin that will come from the sun during those times when we weren't wearing the protection that we needed. So um, cancers is a big one, obviously. So the exposure to the UV radiation um, from the sun or the tanning beds, 
uh, it's going to increase your risk for different types of cancers. And, and those are including uh, basal, cell, basal cell carcinoma. This is probably the most common uh, type of cancer. This is what I had. And it's usually just, um, it's like a small raised bump or a lesion. I called it my mm-hmm. rotten spot <laughs> for years oh, because I, oh, I don't even, I didn't even think about it for years. I had this thing on my shoulder mm-hmm. and I even showed my grandma and she was the one said, Oh, you got a rotten spot. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I got a rotten <laughs> spot. I don't know. I had no idea what That'll that was. Right? right. And yeah, totally fine. I had several friends, even doctor friends, right. Doctor friends that, um, were telling me, they were saying, Hey, you got to go get this checked out. This is not normal. You need to have this looked at. And I just didn't. And then finally I was on a trip and one of my friends said, you need to go get this looked at. And so I did. And then sure enough, it was cancer, right? (laughs) I had to get it taken out. Um, and so it, it grows very slowly typically. And, uh, and it doesn't usually, you know, very rarely spreads throughout the body, but it could, right? And so we want to take care of it. And we want to prevent it um, if we can. So that's like? the first one. Like what color? What color it, was it? Like what, yeah, what it? it's like your skin, and then all of a sudden, um, it was like a brown, like a reddish brown, and it looked mm. like a, a weird mole that literally my grandma called a rotten spot. And oh, <laughs> I don't know what. Oh, and she was a nurse. She was a nurse back in the day, and I just kind of assumed that she like understood. Like, ah, eh, just yeah. it's all right. Like that's kind of the. Set. I'm like, okay, you know. And she's my grandma, and she didn't say otherwise. So just very strange. Um, but it was to, like you know, it, was like, it, was, it. it looked like a rotten spot. It, it's like a little circular brown, like uh, almost like okay. kind of it points looked reddish, transparent a little bit. Like it was mm. very weird. Okay. Um, so it would look different. Like it definitely just looked like a rotten spot on your body. It was probably like an inch long, an inch wide or something. Okay. It was, was it growing though? It got to the point where it was an inch. I'm sure it sounds like it was. Yeah. So very, very slowly got bigger and bigger and bigger over years. Like I let this thing grow for years, which was not the smart thing to do. Never should have done that. Right. Right. Um, No, no. And saying for our listeners or something. Yeah. Totally. Other people start noticing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you and you should you should you should check your skin every year. Um, Yeah, so you want to be looking on a on an annual basis for those different you know types of like just raised bumps or discolorations you know on your body because that's going to really help um, just ensure that you know you're not letting anything go for too long and and it could be dangerous and I'm going to get to that right right the next one that you can find is um, squamous cell carcinoma. And this is a, a skin cancer that usually peels like a scaly or red, like a crusty bumper lesion. Um, the basal cell carcinoma was was flat and almost looked a little like red and moly, kind of like a mole red, very weird, odd thing. Um, squamous cell carcinoma is more of like a crusty red lesion thing going on. Mm. So if you're seeing that on your skin, you have to talk to your doctor, right? Like it's just, um, it, it could spread to other parts of your body, not too common, but it could. Melanoma is is the one that we really everybody needs to be looking out for. It's less common than all the others, uh, but it is the most dangerous. Yeah, it is the most dangerous one. Um, mm-hmm. It usually appears as it's gonna. It usually develops, I should say, from existing moles as a new growth, and it's gonna appear as a dark brown or black lesion. And and, and I've seen the pictures; they're very dark, and it. 
like it's kind of noticeable, much more noticeable than what I think I was having with my basal cell carcinoma. Um, this was uh, like this really looks like a rotten spot <laughs> melanoma. Mm. So if you start seeing something very unusual that's discolored, again, it could be either one, but. If it's melanoma, this is the one that could spread quickly through the rest of your body and create cancer, right? It can create a cancer um, throughout the rest of your body and spread that. And, and that's not what right. we want. And so I mean, I'm going to talk a little bit about why and a little bit about how that happens too. So those are the three types of cancers um, that could develop from the sun, being out in the sun for too long, or any type of skin cancers that you can develop. It could be even genetic mm -hmm. why you would get those, right? So the sun can definitely speed that up and we want to protect our skin because of that. So how Absolutely. does all this work? And that, that's that's the question I like to always ask myself. All right, so we know that there's different types of cancers that can come from, you know, being involved in sitting out in the sun. Why does it happen? That's just where my mind goes. Because if I understand why, then maybe we can start understanding how to how to stop a lot of this stuff too. And that's with every episode we do on this this show. So I like to talk about the science. I did a little, really, little bit of research on the science of sun damage and, and antioxidants, right? And so we're going to put the references mm -hmm. uh, in the notes as well. So here it is, the science of sun damage. So the sun will give us, um, you know, when it gives off those rays, it gives us that light and warmth. But a lot mm -hmm. of that light can end up being harmful to your skin. And when we, the light that we're talking about in those scenarios uh, is called UV radiation. We've all heard this. Yep. So UV radiation is, is very strong. It's actually so strong that it can actually break apart the tiny molecules inside of our skin that make up the DNA. Mm. And the DNA is what's going to be telling, um, basically it's like a set of instructions that's telling our cells what to do and how to behave, how to replicate, when to stop replicating, what to replicate into when you do, right? Um, so UV radiation, uh, what they also do is they, they, by, through this process, they create bad guys in our skin and in our bodies called mm -hmm. free radicals. We've heard of free radicals as well. So free radicals, what they do is they damage our cells by running around to the healthy cells and they basically steal all the, like the components. Like imagine like, like a, like a theft going around and he needs a hubcap for his car. So he just goes up to a car that has all the pieces, like a really nice car and takes it off that and puts it on his car. Right. So like the free radicals are going around and they're just causing havoc and ripping things apart on the healthy cells, creating problems with those healthy cells. Right. That's what free radicals do in our body. So when that happens, when they create these problems in the healthy cells and they make those healthy cells less optimal by stealing little, little uh, oxidants, little ions is really what mm. it is. That's what free radicals steal to change the chemical structure of our cells and therefore degrade right. our cells, right? That's how that works. Um, that is what makes us look older. So when, when you say use an antioxidant to make you look younger, what you're using um, so that process, I'll go back, that process of light doing that to your body, creating the free radicals, UV radiation, creating free radicals to destroy other parts of your, your cells and your body is called photo damage. So um, mm. photo damage is what can make you look old, right? And that's what causes your body to age. That's exactly what happens when you go out in the sun and you don't protect yourself. Um, sometimes that photo damage can be so intense that you're... DNA is changed to a point where your it tells your skin cells to keep replicating. 
And when it's, it's something, when your skin cells or any cells in your body keep replicating, that is that becomes cancer. That is what cancer is, is a replication of cells that you cannot stop. So that's what it happens. Your, your, your UV radiation creates the free radicals, causes a DNA change, right? The DNA change starts telling those cells to replicate more to a point where they don't have a stop. And so then that creates skin cancer. That is skin okay. cancer. <laughs> there it is. So it's, um, you know, so luckily what we do is we have the bad guys running, not luckily that we have bad guys running around in our system, but luckily we can help that process by utilizing antioxidants. So antioxidants right. are like those superheroes that run around and fight those bad guys of free radicals. Um, they also help reduce inflammation, which happens, you know, when our skin gets red and swollen from a lot of that process with the sun, uh, that's inflammation. So antioxidants can assist with that process as well. And you can find antioxidants that will assist with this in all types of healthy foods and vegetables and fruits that we eat. So, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about that's healthy or that your mom and grandma and dad and grandpa have always talked about. Um, these are all things that you could, you should be eating on a regular basis to get more antioxidants to help your body fight those free radicals. So you can help processes like that from not never starting, right? That's really why you want to eat more of those antioxidants. Cannabinoids such as THC, CBD, CBG also act as antioxidants. This is where cannabis comes in. Terpenes such as limonene and litolol also act as antioxidants. Flavonoids, these are what we did a, we've done an episode on flavonoids that um that's what gives cannabis its color, its hue, the purples, the reds, the oranges, the greens, right? right. Flavonoids. They are antioxidants. In fact, canflavin A has been shown to have more anti-inflammatory uh, properties than aspirin does. So so a lot of people will take aspirin, but cannabis has the property in it, canflavin, the, the flavonoid that will be stronger often than aspirin will be and more natural as well. And we talked about the selectivity of what it goes after and what aspirin could go after is is the gut, right? It goes after the gut and, and it, it disrupts the gut. Um, and cannabis doesn't do that. It's, it's selective in what it goes after. So um, sunburn is just a bunch of irritation and inflammation, right? And so cannabis can assist with that part of the process. It, it creates the antioxidants. It has just natural anti-inflammatory properties. It's soothing. Um, right. <clears throat> Now, we can also talk about cannabis and how it can assist with cancer as well. Now, more research to be done with this, but just kind of what we were talking about a second ago, how skin cancer operates is when there's a replication of your cells that, that is not stopped, right? It just over-replicates. It keeps going. Um, there's, the DNA is not telling your skin, your skin cells to stop at any point. Now, that is a result. Um, what, now, think about when there's an imbalance of your body. The whole point of cannabis is to create homeostasis and to create balance. Balance means we need to stop this replication of our skin cells. That is that is too much, right? It's too much. It's it's mm. it's uh, out of control. So we got to bring it back into balance. That's what cannabis does. So when CBD, THC, CBG interact with your endocannabinoid system, they plug into the receptor sites and they interact with that system. That starts bringing that process. It could start bringing that process back into balance and possibly stop the replication, the over-replication of those skin cells. That is why cannabis, has, there's an interest in cannabis with, with, um, with cancer research because of the ability to bring the body back into balance. And so massive 
And overproduction of skin cells is an out of balance process in the body. And this is where cannabis could assist, right? So really, really interesting stuff. Um, obviously the endocannabinoid system will assist with inflammation as well. Um, uh, the receptors in our body, uh, the, there's the UV, the UV, uh, radiation is mm -hmm. obviously very intense for the skin. And there's so many receptors in the body from the endocannabinoid system that are located on the skin, right? So being able to either directly, uh, stimulate the endocannabinoid system through lotion and balms or indirectly through uh, tablets inha inhalations like vaping can also actually assist with that process. So um, the endocannabinoid system, again, is really there to regulate our system. Our immune system is like a team of soldiers, right? That helps fight all of these bad guys that are entering our body and when our immune system overreacts, again, that's where the endocannabinoid system and, and creates that inflammation. Mm -hmm. That's where the endocannabinoid system can say, all right, immune system, you got to chill out, stop overreacting, stop overstimulating, stop overproducing. We need to calm here, right? So the, the endocannabinoid system talks to our immune system, talks to our body to help regulate it. And when our body goes through um, that overinflammation, when the free radicals are running around and they're just ripping off like like you know different oxidation uh, like ions from our cells, creating unstable cells, creating aging. That's called oxidative stress. When your body, when what's mm. happening in your body on a daily basis, it happens every day, is oxidative stress. Yep. What we want to do is try and limit oxidative stress throughout our body, and that's what we talk about with this stuff. So, how do you do that? Well, different type of sun protection, obviously. Um. Talk about sunscreens, talk about after uh, sun lotions, balms. I mean, you can find this stuff all over all over the internet. Jack, are you familiar? Like, have you seen any of this type of stuff? Balms, lotions, anything like that? Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot out there. I've seen, I've got, I've got you like a it? cool cream. And I feel really, I'll try it and I feel really cool. I think, did we get yeah. it? I think we might, we got it from somebody. You, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a bomb. I, I've right. used it yeah. on like uh -huh. cuts. And it, it works, but like um, it, it helps heal the skin faster. But it's like a cool. Yeah. It was really cold. Like it's it's interesting how it feels. It's very tingly and cold, but it works. I remember I healed. Well, that was a menthol. Faster. That's yeah. probably the menthol that's in there. So so like I think so. Um, it depends what they put in there for sure, or it could be like witch hazel or something too. Uh, um, I, I so so there's different balms that I've used. So currently I use one with Vareo, mm. and it's a one to one. Uh, it's a one-to-one -one shea butter, coconut um, butter type Ooh. of balm. And it's really natural. And yeah, it's like, there's no coolness at all to this, mm. but it's a one-to-one -one cream. And I, I love it. It's, it's, I put it on my dried chapped hands like in the winter and it really repairs them um, overnight, you know, during the day, even I'll do it. Uh, so I, I like that. Columbia Care also had one. Um, there's a lot of places to create this stuff. I mean, you can just, to, to our point here, you can Google this stuff and they are all over the internet, <laughs> right? Right. But the ones that I've really liked, um, Columbia Care actually had one that didn't have a menthol to it. And it was a really nice cream that absorbed really well. wasn't very greasy. I don't know if they make it anymore, um, but uh, that was really good. And then um, th you can buy a lot of them, um, uh, like Lazarus has mm -hmm. one that I use that's really good. And that you could just buy right off the internet. Uh, it's a full spectrum. Actually, my video is working. I have it right here. I put it on right it before. Um, nice. 2,000 milligrams of CBD, full spectrum. Um, 
so I mean that's a really good one too. I, I should do another review on that actually specifically. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there there are a lot of options that if you guys just go on like the internet, there are just Google a ton it. of trusted options. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and 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 you have the QR codes too. I mean, on the box, yes. yeah, even on this thing, like even on the bottle, you see that QR code right there, like that right there. Like that will, I mean, any of us, if we ever post this thing, but yep, those of you that are listening, look at the box, you can see a QR code um, and that's going to mm-hmm. tell you what's in there. So, you know, you know what you're getting and also it's not going to make you high. So you don't have to worry about any of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, break right. the blood brain barrier, nothing like that when it goes through the skin. So um, it's uh, now, now what I wanted to talk about too is yes, you can find cannabis creams, cannabis lotions all over the place. I would recommend it because yep. of the soothing an anti-inflammation, the repair it provides, um, the fact that it's also often combined with other very natural, um, like this one, uh, I think, has, yeah, it has can, calendula and witch hazel, right? Mm. So other natural um, herbs as well that will help with that repair process. Now, we're talking about sun protection. You should also always be utilizing um, sunblock as well. Yeah. The reason being, and, and, yeah, absolutely. Um, not just cannabis. It's not just, you know, there, there's always a debate on the sunblock, I feel like, but I am all for the sunblock. <laughs> and uh, the way the sunblock, the sunscreens work is they, this is the zinc oxide and the titanium dioxide. In those creams, typically, what they're going to, they act as a shield. So it's it's really like a deflector. The rays come in, it deflects. Now, let's say some of those rays get in and some of those rays cause start causing some of that UV damage that we talked about earlier. This yeah. is where you want to combine it with cannabis, right? This is where the cannabis comes in. So it's like if you have a shield that's broken, the UV rays are just going to come in, right? And that whatever, like the sunscreen isn't working because the shield is broken, right? That could be bad sunscreen. It could be low SPF. It can be whatever that is. But if you have a really nice strong shield, which is a sunscreen, the typical sunscreen you use, and you have that cannabis cream with it, you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting the blockage from the rays and you're getting the soothing and the repair from the cannabis and the, and the herbal creams that you're going to be utilizing at that point, the, the interaction with the endocannabinoid system and the cannabinoid receptors on your skin to lessen, to lower that inflammation and to start healing the skin. Right. So that's, that's a really cool way. I think to the creams, I think when we're talking about just sun protection, just naturally are going to be the best. Now that doesn't mean that, you can't use CBD or, or THC in other ways, right? Cannabis in other ways. And transdermal patches right. is one way that a lot of people do that, right? Um, we can we can still uh, ingest cannabinoids or, or, you know, get cannabinoids into our system in some way. And those cannabinoids are still going to interact with your endocannabinoid system on a holistic level throughout your body to assist with that process that we're talking about. What we're talking about with creams is direct application direct involvement with the process that we're trying to, to better, right. And to optimize, um, absolutely influence even. So, yeah. So vaping, uh, tablets, capsules, transdermal patches, all that type of stuff, definitely consider. Um, and then just, you know, like tips and tricks, like, I mean, this is just all stuff you're going to hear from your doctor and anyone else that you talk to about going out in the sun, but it's really a thing like apply your sunscreen 15 to 30 minutes before you go out. Like you really yeah. want that to settle for it to be effective. Right. You especially if you're in a place that, yeah, especially if like, like yeah. you're somewhere that is super intense sun rays. Oh like yeah. The, the Caribbean or something keep, like that. Right. Keep doing it. 
It's like it's so important. Yeah, I forget. I forget. I can't tell how many times I forget. You just get out there. Oh I, shit! I I, this one. <laughs> so yeah, doing it beforehand, yeah, totally. before you get out there, is a smart move because you already you don't got to worry about it. It's already done. Yeah, totally. And and a lot of people, I, I a lot of people, and even myself, like there's that greasy effect. Yeah, that that happens with sunscreens. That's kind of annoying. Um, I just want to throw in a plug for uh, for my wife's company real quick because I've never seen this before. And I started using the sunscreen that they make. It's called Starface. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sunscreen, I've never, ever, ever used it before. Uh, and she gave it to me. And it is like I put it on my face and, and I didn't even re- like I put a whole bunch on my hand. And I then I put it on my face and I it didn't even feel like I, sw- I mm-hmm. kid you not. It felt like I put nothing on my face and I've never felt that before in my entire life. There was no white stuff. There was it was completely clear. I felt nothing. Like I felt like I put there was no before and after, but it was on my face, right? So if you guys are looking for a completely oil free, <laughs> really yeah. really awesome uh, sun protectant um, that's water resistant as well, check out Starface. They do pimple patches, but they also do creams. I love it, and I told my wife I'm actually like really totally into that now. So I I use it every day. Um, definitely want to share that wow. type of stuff with you guys. I don't have a QR code or anything. I should, but. I'll, uh, you know, go check it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, find your stuff based on scents and, you know, like different, you know, if you like coconut oil, you don't like coconut oil, you know, greasy, non-greasy, all that stuff. Um, dosing, common question for any cannabis topic. You can't overdo it is the answer to anything that you're putting on as a cream or lotion, my opinion, right? I mean, you can overdo it in regards to wasting your money and putting on too much, yeah. But you can't overdo it in regards to like putting on so much you become like high, right? It just, it's not something that really happens. Um, So, you know, I would say just start with the amount that you're used to utilizing, right? On any type of cream or balm and just go from there. If you need more, add more. If you think you can use less, try less, right? And then see how that works. So uh, let's see. I like one-to-one balance stuff. And I just like that because it deals with everything. It deals with the inflammation. It deals with the pain and discomfort, um, there's, there's a lot, you know, that, that you can get out of a one-to-one full balanced, uh, cream or product, I would say, uh, you just, again, if it's an ingestible product of some sort or an inhalable, you just want to make sure that you're not going to be too high, right? You want to make sure it's a balance ratio that you can deal with. But as far as a cream goes, I just don't see why you, you wouldn't want a one-to-one cream really. Um, maybe high CBD for some scenarios, but still, I think one-to-one and high CBD are kind of similar and, they just cover more ground, I think, the two of them together. So, And then uh, protective clothing, I would say, is another is another thing you're going to want to yeah. do regardless, right? So not just the creams and stuff, but, you know, like protective clothing and, and all that stuff. But um, Yeah, you want to – Yeah, man. I, I mean, do I'm umbrellas. A, yeah. There's the, the giant do, umbrella. Yeah. I do – I always – You put it in your drink too, I, don't I'm, you? I mean, those are nice. I like those. But um, actually, <laughs> I have are. some at the house. Here. I do too. But I, I'm talking about mm-hmm. the big like uh, umbrella. If you're at the beach, I mean, it, I mean, obviously, yeah. it depends on what you're doing. But if it's ever like a beach day and you're at yeah. the beach, I do this giant umbrella. So just like you're saying, protective, like that really helps. I I burn quick though. But yeah, we do. We always do yeah. the umbrella, the beach umbrella for at the beach. Um. So yeah, it's and it just not staying out yeah. so long. You know. Totally. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 the, the umbrellas are really big. Um, that type of shade is nice to have that for sure. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. if you can do an umbrella, which I don't know, like sometimes you don't want to wear like a long sleeve shirt in the summer. Right. <laughs> so if you can do like yeah. an umbrella with some sunscreen, there you go, you know, and 
and that that should do the trick. And I always do high high SPF. I don't see any reason to mess around yeah. with the lower stuff. That's right. just my opinion. Me too. But, yeah, they got yeah. they got all these tents. They got like tents now. You ever see that at the beach? People bring tents. That's right. All kinds of oh stuff yeah, use yeah. Nets, we had a little beach kinds. tent we cool. used for the kids back in the day. Nice. The kids had a little beach tent, and that's that's good because you want to put something with the baby and you know sun rays and mm-hmm. all, with a little like a breeze, but like shade at the same time. So yeah, it's it's good to have that the tents for sure, and just any yeah. type of shade cover when you're out in the hot sun um, is the best. You can get the best of both worlds. So yeah, man. Anything else we missed, Jack? I think it's a good episode mm-hmm. for the summer start of the Thanks spring and summer. It. Yeah, that's great. Man, it's no, amazing how you it can dig into this stuff. <laughs> yeah, you really can. You can dig into this. And so I hope this is helpful, guys. I mean, if, if you find, uh, you know, like, again, if this is helpful for any of your loved ones, that it, this could just even be a great way to get them started in the cannabis. I find the yeah. creams, balms, lotions, right? Very, very nice introduction. Oh, and stay hi- hydrated, too. A lot of the times, like yeah. the sun, obviously, yep. it dries us out. It gets us dehydrated. Sometimes cannabis gives that effect too. So you want to really stay hydrated if you're, you know, practicing something. Like, just it's always good. Have that bottle of water wherever you're at. You want to, you got to stay hydrated, yeah. especially in the sun. Absolutely, just really helps. Absolutely. Yeah, guys. Uh, well, thanks for listening. We got <laughs> we got stuff coming. We always got stuff coming. We got uh, lots of cool That's stuff, right. guys. If you got if you got some cool topic ideas. We love hearing them. Let us know. Hit us up on Instagram, the Cannabis C on Instagram, or Gmail us. Email us at the Cannabis C at gmail.com. We love your suggestions. Uh, so, yeah, let us know what you're thinking, and uh, maybe we'll make an episode out of it. We've done it before in the past. Um, if you've got stories of something, maybe a success story of something you heard in the show and you applied it, and it was great. We love hearing that stuff too, so let us know. Um, and we appreciate you guys. Uh, See you next week. And you again, a lot of new stuff coming. Appreciate you guys. Thanks Woo. so much for coming back. Peace. All right, guys.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Pop Moms Podcast. I started the Pop Moms Podcast, well, because I wanted to end the stigma against using cannabis, specifically with moms, but also anyone who chooses to consume. I strive for a balance of humor and education, along with some pretty rad guests, to help combat social biases that come with consuming cannabis. Kids are hard. Join me for regular podcast episodes packed with parenting hacks, real-life stories, and of course, my favorite cannabis products. The days are long, but the years are short. So roll another J and take a deep breath. Keep blazing and stay amazing.